Welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast, where real people get coached on real issues. My name is Joshua Wright, and I am your host and your certified life coach for this season. If you want to be on Dear Life Coach, all you have to do is reach out to me at joshua at bpcoachinggroup.com. This week, um, I've been focusing on um, the punishment, so the punishment that I've had for everything that I do, everything that I failed, everything that didn't work. So I've been working on doing the shadow work around punishment. And uh, then I think it was yesterday I heard why I, I wrote out three different ideas that I had for a niche. And um, one of them was, it's all around trauma work. So one of them was, uh, the main one was parenting, helping parents with trauma. But then I, when I was lying in bed, because I woke up at like 3.30 this morning, the roosters were crowing, so I woke up and I was lying in bed and I was just letting it roll around my head. And I went, what if I help entrepreneurs who are parents who are dealing with their trauma, knowing that their business isn't successful because of their trauma and knowing that their parenting isn't that good because of their trauma, but they don't know how to fix it. They don't know how to not be who they are. And I looked at that and I just went, that's it. That's my thing. That's, I'm doing that. So that, um, and after our call last week, I really looked at, I can't remember the word that I used um, on our call last week to describe where I was. I was thinking about this morning going, what was that word I used to describe where I was last week? <laughs> and I can't remember what it is. But I spent so much time after our call focused on the voices in my head that were just punishing me so much for needing constant validation, needing constant external validation, realizing that really came to realize that nothing in my external world is going to fix my external world. So it doesn't matter how many clothes I buy. It doesn't matter how many cars I buy. It doesn't matter how many houses I buy. It doesn't matter. Like no, none of that matters because nothing outside of me is going to fix me. And I, where, and I, I realized that wherever we move, I am going. Whatever friends I have, I'm still there. Whatever clothes I wear, I'm still here. And none of that is actually going to change anything on the inside. So something definitely shifted, especially after our call last week. Um, and, and sitting with those parts that just kept wanting to look at the external world as a reason to do things that I want to do. And turning that around and going, there's nothing out here that's going. To, there's nothing out here. What are you? What are you doing? There's nothing out well, here for you. That that's so powerful though. You've changed your your voices of needing affirmation and sort of external validation to voices of like affirmation from an internal place, right? Like voices that matter, voices of relevance, voices that dominate in a good way. I mean, that's powerful. Just have that that switch. Yeah, it was really really big because now. Now, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm moving. Like when I got on the call with you last week, up until 
a couple of days ago, I really felt like I couldn't see where I was going. I felt like I was stuck here. I was in the victim. We weren't going anywhere. I didn't know how we were going to move. I didn't know how, I didn't know how I was going to change the life that I had created for us here. Mm. And up until a couple of days ago, I was really miserable in that stuckness. And then I looked and went, something like something. I, I just, I guess I just kept looking at my shadow and I just kept looking at the punishment voices. And one of the main things I did to shift it was looking at feeling the punishment because I could feel the emotions come up. I could feel the feelings coming up and then looking at them and going, I actually don't need to punish myself about this. I don't, I don't need to punish me for for not feeling relevant i think relevant was the word that we used last yeah. week yeah you, you, your, your, your voice was voice relevance and yes. how it dominates the choices yes and it was really about this week has it all been about i don't need to punish myself for needing validation back then i don't need to punish myself for needing relevance i don't need to it was a lot of, I don't need to punish myself for all of the choices and the decisions and the actions and everything that I've done in the past. I don't actually need to punish myself. So every time I felt that punishment feeling come up, that's what I was saying to myself. I don't need to punish myself for this right now. I don't need to do this. And then it would settle back down again. And now it's kind of opened up to, um, and I had an um, interesting conversation with someone yesterday who shared with me the focus on the past focus on the past focus on the now but then focus on the future what's in front of you and I'm like, oh that's the piece i'm missing how do i so that's kind of where i am now is how do i move forward in that so so this is maybe the topic you want to work on today is the future yes yeah well, it's an absolute pleasure to have you back. So I'm so glad to hear about, thank you for sharing your, your um, item on, on shadow, right? And shadow work. I thought it was very powerful. So uh, as you work on the shadow work, obviously you're thinking about the future. Tell me a little bit more about wh how you, where you are now when thinking about your future. Hmm. Ah. Uh... I think I'm, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't ever really allowed myself to look at the future. From, because of the punishment, because of the, there's no point, whatever, because I've been so stuck in the mindset of whatever you do is going to fail. So why, mm. why bother? What's the point when you're going to fail anyway? So the, the future is grand and the future is big. And I don't, I don't want to sort of throw that big bigness on you. So maybe we yeah. break it down a little bit, right? How, how would you break down your future into bite-sized pieces? Is it by time? Is it by uh, category of life? So personal, professional, et cetera. How would you break down your future? Um, 
you know what i have not ever looked at my future i don't even know if i have an answer for that question <laughs> but but that's that's the beauty of it having never done it it's a blank slate yeah it's a blank slate yeah. so you can do whatever you want yeah whatever might feel natural to you i think um I guess I try one and then if that doesn't work, I'll try another one. <laughs> yeah, but it sure. is um, maybe I, I kind of work really well in small increments. Like what am I doing in the next two to three months? Not what am mm -hmm. I doing in five years time? It's okay. What do I, what do I want to achieve within the next two to three months? Right. That would kind of be a manageable timeline for me. Yeah. Well, and, and this is not a job interview where they ask, where do you want to be in 10 years? So we can start at two, uh -huh. to, three, right? <laughs> two to three months. Well, in, in that two to three months, what, what do you want to focus on? Um, moving, because I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. the house is going to sell and finding another place. So that will be packing and moving. But also, um, I want to focus on this business, mentoring, coaching concept that I have and um, I'm not really sure where to start with it. I don't know if I need to build a list. I don't know if I need to build a website. I don't know if I need to... Um, just start with creating selling a program and then creating the program after i've sold it i'm not sure where to start with that because the ways that i used to do it 10 years ago is completely different to how you do it now the whole the whole process has changed the market is different now yeah so so we have moving which obviously is an immediate thing on your brain and you're working through it the business, the mentoring, coaching, and sort of how do you build that? What other areas of life do you think exist that you want to sort of uh, think about for those two to three months? I feel like that's all I'm going to have space for. Um, well, so let's let's just create a list of the things that exist so that you know what you might work on and what you might not be focusing on. Okay. So the other one would be physical body, like movement, mm -hmm. exercise or yoga or something physical. Um, that's kind of it. it's really just the house getting the house ready for sale and moving the business and then my physical body health type stuff I think that's really it that I would probably okay. focus so, on. so when you think about the future which I know is, is a new thing for you to think about what might be important when thinking about the future? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know the answer to that question. Um, maybe achieving something to prove to that part inside of me that doesn't normally look at the future because of the failure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Setting, doing things that are achievable. Mm -hmm. 
and then acknowledging those achievements. Okay, so setting goals and then acknowledging achievements and accomplishments. Yeah. What else might be important when thinking about the future? Happiness could be important. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. And, and as you go, go through the future, I'm sure you'll think of more things like, oh, this is an important factor of my future. But let's start with what you've given me, right? And, and we're talking about moving, business mentor coaching. And then you've given three important things about thinking about the future. Happiness, mm -hmm. setting goals. And then once you accomplish those goals, acknowledging that you did and sort of celebrating those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's let's start breaking those down a little bit for just two to three months. When you talk about setting goals, what type of goals do you want to set? Um, I guess with moving, it would be packing boxes, mm -hmm. tidying up the property, doing a tip run, <laughs> the practical stuff, doing a tip run, Pulling down all the temporary chicken coops we have. Um, yeah, I think that would be the main, the main focus. Okay, so what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing there for moving are the tasks you must get done. Mm -hmm. What can you do in the future of moving that would excite you? part of my brain that's going I don't know if I understand what you mean <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the excitement comes from actually doing the tasks okay. yeah there's a lot of excitement in completing things for me Well, that goes back to sort of what you want to do and what's important in the future, right? Is actually achieving the goals that you set out. So it, even if it's doing the tip wrong, taking down the, the temporary coops and tidying up, that is an accomplishment to you. Yeah. Okay. So that's moving. How about business? Um. Business, I think it would be um, finalizing my niche of finalizing what my what business I'm going to focus on, and mm -hmm. then um, create some income from that i don't know how that's going to unfold but creating some income from that would be great yeah. anything else so business is finalizing your niche creating income i guess under the heading of creating income comes so much stuff like creating the website building the social media channels all that sort of stuff 
a lot of those to do is sort of like with the moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The procedural. Yeah. What makes you excited about business? I think that would be the possibility of helping people through their trauma. And in two to three months, how might you want to help people through their trauma? To start running the group, um, the group mentoring programs I want to run. <laughs> okay. So we're, it sounds like we're setting some goals as we're, we're going through this, the moving, the business. I want to, how are you going to, once you reach those goals, acknowledge your achievements and celebrate them? What does that look like to you? Um, if I go by how I celebrate my daughter's achievements, it's usually stopping and doing a happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she, when she was younger, she'd achieved something that was amazing. And I could see she wasn't acknowledging that she did it. I'd say, whoa, hang on a minute. Let's just take a minute to celebrate what you've just done and do a happy dance. And then I'd make her wherever we were, we'd do a happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy yeah. when she was younger it's a little harder now but I think in that kind of same mindset of standing up and doing a happy dance and going I did this yeah, yeah. well I, I I love that no matter how old we get a happy dance still gives us energy and enjoyment right like yeah. even if you're in a happy by yourself you start giggling yes yes no matter <laughs> what okay a happy dance how else might you celebrate or acknowledge yourself Uh, maybe let myself feel good about it. When you typically feel good about something, how do you, how does it show up if you're letting yourself feel good about it? It shows up, um, it generally shows up as a feeling. It's not necessarily an action or anything. It's just me having a feeling. Does it, do you? really simple. I don't go no, out and no. buy shoes or bags or clothes or dinners yeah. or like, it's very simple for me. It's just based on how do I feel? Yeah, but I think, I think you're, there might be an underestimation of how it shows up when you, even in a simple way, right? Maybe you, when you feel that goodness, you talk with your daughter in a different manner, or you take time for yourself and, and play with your dogs. It might show up in different ways that you're just not aware of. Mm. Just the kindness to yourself or the thoughts that you might have about yourself. So let me rephrase the question. If you could show yourself, when you let yourself feel good about something, if you could show it in any way that you could want to, how would you like to show it?
probably in playing with my daughter, having that more emotional capacity to play with her because I'm feeling a successful achievement. Because yeah. it's that failure that kind of bogs me down and makes it hard. It's hard to play when you feel like a failure. Yeah. And how beautiful is it that you're celebrating your success by playing with your daughter who will obviously emulate that success later on? Yeah. Yeah. So, so sharing that with her is very, super impactful. Yeah. So we've done setting goals. We've done achievements and acknowledging them. One last topic is happiness. Mm -hmm. How do you want to show up with happiness in the next two to three months? I think that will come out in my environment. So creating an environment that we live in that brings joy when we come inside. Mm -hmm. That's where I think happiness will show up the most is in our home, how it looks, how it feels, whether it's clean, whether it's cluttered. Yeah. And what I love what you're saying, it goes, it go, it, you're just, you're, you're always so procedural with your first answer, which I love because you're very consistent. Your, your immediate thought is like, well, it's about creating something. It's about creating an environment that I feel happy. So when you think about an environment that you might feel happy in, what does that look like? No judgment there. There's no judgment. There's a reason that I have I have I have the blurred screen on on my end. So um a dining table that isn't constantly covered in scrap and a kitchen bench that isn't constantly covered and a floor that we can walk on that I don't have to step over things constantly. Um Yeah, I think it, it is more about the visual of looking around and seeing clear surfaces. That's my happy place. It's my, my happy place is having a, clear, a clean surface <laughs> to eat off. Instead of when we sit down to eat dinner, we have to just move stuff out of the way. <laughs> Well, and, and the beautiful part about moving is that you almost have a blank slate to start from. Yes. Yes. I'm really looking forward to having that blank slate. So, so we've talked about your future in the next two to three months. We've talked about setting goals, achievements, happiness for moving and business. What is an action that you could take to sort of honor that planning of the future for yourself in the next week or so? Um, that would be finalizing my niche okay. and updating all my social media accounts to validate that, replicate that. 
I think. Honor that, whatever word, whatever word fits in there. Yeah, and what I'm what I'm hearing is that just get started, get started on the future, right? You don't don't wait for it. Yeah, don't sit on the fence and watch it as it just goes on by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. When are you going to finalize your niche and update your social media accounts by? Um, hopefully by mid next week, I would say. Okay. What might get in the way? Me. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more. What does me mean? What... Just me as a human being. <laughs> um, the parts inside of me that will probably come up and say why that it's it's more a feeling than a voice now because I think my voices in my head know that I can see them and I'm like what are you doing I'm not I'm not playing that game anymore but good good luck to you yeah. uh, so it's probably going to be a feeling of just that intense feeling of that you're a failure stop don't bother um, but yeah. at the same time you gave yourself the solution where your voices are start talking back to that that feeling right and well is this is this really the truth? Yeah, it takes me a minute. I still in the last week have had the feelings come up where they can take over, but then I also um I also am allowing that at the moment because I look at it and I think I've had these feelings controlling me for Jesus, I don't know, 30 plus years in my actions of doing things and wanting to do things it's going to take a minute for that to stop happening yeah so there's a lot of compassion I have a lot of compassion for all of these parts that are jumping up and down at the moment um and I think that's one of the main things is is holding holding on to that compassion and understanding and knowing that I'm not punishing myself for it now because it's just such a deeply embedded program. It's not going to disappear overnight. Yeah. And yeah. And get, it, that that compassion for yourself and, and giving yourself that space to be a normal human being. We all, we all struggle with those voices and those feelings. What's your biggest takeaway from today's session? Uh, I think realizing how challenged I am at looking at the future <laughs> that's probably been the biggest takeaway because yeah. it, it's a challenge it's a challenge looking and allowing myself to even think or contemplate or dream or consider or do any of that stuff towards the future it's really hard yeah well now you've now you've looked at the next two to three months so you've got somewhere to start and like you said, I'm just, you're just going to get started on it already. Mm -hmm. So now you have a little bit of proof that you're able to look at the future and sure it might take practice to keep doing it, but you have proof that you're able to. Yeah. Well, Kaylee, it's always a pleasure. Um, I look forward to hearing updates on the move and, and the niche and all of the, all the things you've got going on. Yeah. Let's see what happens next week. <laughs>
feel free to visit my website at vpcoachinggroup.com. And if you yourself want a little bit of life coaching and to be on the Dear Life Coach podcast, feel free to email me at joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com.